1: Football
2: Frenzy. Broadcasting live from Rockin' Raleigh's in Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34 in New York City, in the shadows of Madison Square Garden, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy, right here on FNTSY Radio. The next hour leading you up to, let them tell it, (laughs) the most listened to show on the network, the best (laughs) friends forever, myself, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, the all-in kid, Jake Sealy, and Wall Street, Matt Medica. We're going to do the best we can to measure up to the best friends forever. Coming up today on the program, I want to talk about fantasy football, the hobby, the bad beats over the years, some of the best teams you had, some of your memorable moments. And I want you to light the telephone lines up with this as we get closer and closer and closer to kickoff of 2018. It's time to start getting excited about the hobby, that telephone number to get... This girl right here is really stirs my grits. Anyway, eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine 843 6879 is the telephone number to dial to get involved. And we need you on the phones. Your best teams ever, your bad beats, your worst teams ever, your biggest mistakes. We need to hear from somebody besides Steve in damn Massachusetts. You feel what I'm saying? Coming up on the program, some of the latest news involving Andrew Luck, getting to the Sammy Walker situations. And it's just us kicking it on the TI Thursday right here in Midtown Manhattan. It was raining this morning in New York City. It's warm in here now. Sun has come out, lunchtime crowd looking real good over here. At Rock and Rollies, you feel what I'm saying? Y'all should come down and buy me a beer. As a matter of fact, if you're in the Midtown Manhattan area, I welcome you into Studio 34 to purchase beers for myself and Matt Medica. All right, so I started playing fantasy football in, like, 03. You know what I'm saying? My, my uh, Jaden's mom, whatever, was in a work league, right? And she was like, well, I did an auto draft, but you can run the team. And that same year, I signed up for a free ESPN league. I sucked. My first pick was Randy Moss. The team went like 3-9, and didn't qualify for the playoffs, made some bad trades, whatever the case may be, yada, 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 yada. That's where I got started at. That team that she drafted that I ran ended up losing in the championship. It had Ray Lewis was on that, not Ray Lewis, Jamal Lewis was on that team. Peyton Manning was on that team. And Steve McNair was on that team. This is the year that Steve McNair and Peyton Manning split the MVP. They gave us co-MVPs, and Jamal Lewis ran for 2,000 yards. That was the year of my first year officially playing fantasy football. So we'll kick it off and start it off right there. All in, Kid Jake Seeley, what's up with you, my man? How you doing? How you living?
1: Uh, I'm doing good, although I I wanted to fact-check you at the beginning, of course. And I I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who's telling you what they're telling you, but... Not the most listened. This is definitely uh I'm I'm looking right now. Oh Fantasy you Football have Frenzy in front of Fancy Best Friends Forever. And actually, if you want to take it a step further, is Corey that... uh-huh. and if you wanna talk about most listening per episode, it's on target.
2: Oh uh, listen, on target was Terrific drive time program that was on. I do the- like how Jake kind of oh, No, no, no. Jake, in fact, check. Oh, yeah. oh,
1: right. it's, <laughs> not, it's not dead. The podcast is still alive. It's still the most listened to per episode. Only, ah. Well, actually, second, Al Melchior somehow is still number one. Oh, <laughs>
2: Al Melchior is a beast, and that's why in fantasy yeah. baseball he's consistent and he's there every day, every time, so you get like, to grow the, the rankings, audience that way.
1: The, the rankings are Melchior. I'm looking right now. Fantasy football frenzy, which is us. Yeah. And then, then you talk about the fantasy best friends forever. You're talking about per episode. It's actually Melchior on target frenzy and best best friends forever are behind us either and, way. And but
2: what? What? and friends, Melchior, frenzy.
1: That's a different. Oh, it's different. That's a
2: th- oh, okay. Yeah, that's they, that's, yeah. they, that's viewed differently.
0: Well, I want to take some credit in uh, Al Melchior's rise as we have uh, Tuesdays with Modica. <laughs> that's right. Tuesdays with Modica, the single
2: most listened to fantasy baseball hour with your, with the homie Al Melchior. All right. So, Matt Modica, how you doing this today, my man?
0: I'm doing good. It's uh, TI Thursday, so it's a terrific day to begin with. As you said uh, earlier, it was a little, the weather's beautiful now. The weather has uh Really picked blossomed. up. This morning it was cats and dogs. I came out the crib. And as uh, you stated about the woman, she's uh, she's uh, stirring your grits? She stirs my grits. Are you a shrimp grits or are you a brisket kind of grits? No, no,
2: no. I I, I, my, I do my grits, right? Yeah, With uh, all your grits. Yeah, she, well, the young lady stirs my grits. Yeah, well, you Never you, heard that before. You, don't, oh, yeah, you like that one, Jake? You can use it if you have a young lady that stirs your grits. <laughs> you don't want to be shrimp grits. Though. Yeah, no. I, mean, they might I don't mind shrimp grits. Fish and grits is oh, obviously no. the classic.
0: Yeah, I guess you were not get my
2: joke. Shrimp grits. Oh, it might have went over my head. Small. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This is whale grits. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Let me tell you all about my... Um, before we get into this, let me, t- let me talk about On Target Fantasy, the great drive time program from last season. I know I would get home, I would get into my zone, I would get into my groove, I'd put it on. The, the uh, video game, the old school video game music never really did it for me, but I thought it was a nice, a nice I touch. nice touch that part of it. A nice touch for them. But the, the best part of that show was, and I'll be 100% honest with you, you had Benny, Pissapia, and, and Jake Seely, and the majority of the audience was like, couldn't stand Jake, <laughs> couldn't stand Joe. But they, for some odd reason, they figured out a way to make it all work on target. It was very good. Shout out to my man, Joe and Make sure you check out his black book. Shout out to Benny Ricciardi, all the great work he does. And don't forget, roto Press Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package for 2018 on sale now. Best fantasy football team I ever had. It's 2010. Coming into the 2010 season, I was all over a running back that was going in like the fifth, sixth round. That running back was Arian Foster. Because in 2009, the last three games of the season, Sun went crazy. And I was like, I'm going to make sure I have him. In the first round, I took Ray Rice. I got Arian Foster like somewhere on that five, six. No, I kept Arian Foster. Cause my first fantasy league, my main league, my home league, which is still my home league today, was a uh, 12-team ESPN non-PPR keeper. I believe my quarterback, I forgot who the quarterback was. I had a good quarterback. It wasn't like Drew Brees or nothing like that. But I had solid, steady play from the quarterback position. But the key to that season was I had Andre Johnson, Arian Foster. I had another real good wide receiver. I think I might have had Jimmy Graham in one of his first breakout years. The team was phenomenal. But the thing about that team was, and I'm talking about that team week in and week out. Wherever I was playing, they was losing my 50-plus points, except for one team. The one team was the team that had Michael Vick. And the rest of the team was trash. But every time... Michael Vick went off. I just hadn't played him. So I finished the regular season 10-2. and two. The two losses were to the Michael Vick team. The third loss of the year came in the semifinal to the same team. The only team I lost to that season was the team that had Michael Vick. But the last game of the year of my season, it was Monday Night Football. It was the Bears versus the Vikings. And I believe Joe Webb was the quarterback. For the Bears, I remember that. No, for the for the Vikings. He was the quarterback for the Vikings. I was in the Vikings. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I was like the, It was like the end of it, right? Yeah, remember. it was. Yeah, it was end of the season. It was a Monday night football game. It was week fifteen, so it was like the semifinal week. I had a nice lead. I was going to win by like three points. I was like, okay, i will make to the championship. I've never won this league to this day. On one of the last plays of the game, Joe Webb fumbles the football. I thought, okay, well, no big deal. Joe Webb fumbled the football. Don't make me no difference. The dude I was playing. Defense was the, Chicago, was the Chicago Bear defense. And that fumble ended up giving him his third victory of the year. I went 10-3, and all three losses to him. I thought about quitting fantasy football that year. To this day, that's the best fantasy team I ever had. Matt, you got any experience like that in the hobby? Uh, I
0: guess it was back when I was in L.A. I was, uh, was doing a Yahoo League and a CBS League. CBS League team I had was like 11-2. I had the bye week. So it was a championship week there. Same thing like in the Yahoo. I was like eleven and two in that. I had two dominant teams. Uh, you know the holidays were approaching. So around yeah. the time of the year. So, and football starts early out in L.A. You know? Yeah, so nine kind o'clock of, in the morning. Yeah, something you know, like that. Ten a.m. kickoff. So you're you're pre-partying even before that. Like, yeah,
2: like, I, I-, I had at myself out there, so. uh,
0: some Johnny Blue. Yeah, I was having a couple of glasses. I was texting friends and being obnoxious. I don't think I made it to the half that day. That's how, that's how blasted I got. Yeah, And both those teams lost. Unbelievable. Jake, <laughs> any situations,
2: bad or good, that you, that stick out to you? Any teams that you specifically remember that, like, okay, at this – did you ever think – did, did, a, did this, a season ever get so bad for you or did a situation hurt you so much that you actually considered quitting the
1: hobby? Oh, no. Not, not even close. Okay. Never. <laughs> it's been my life. This is why I'm in the business working. And it. it's been the passion for like 20 years. almost. Yeah, about almost 20 years now. So the fact is, no, that's never happened. There's some few things that stand out. I don't actually remember. Not that I win all the time. I don't remember a lot of the bad. Mostly because, well, why am I going to focus on that? The one that really sticks out to me is picking up Billy Volik and helping my championship. Con- he didn't win. The, he wasn't the championship game, but it was the two weeks before that when he threw throwing all those touchdowns and the replacement. And the fact that Billy Volick or, Volick or however you want to pronounce it, I, I like to say Volik, but the fact is, is to pick him up and have what he did in those two weeks of the 14 and 15 was just, I know it infuriated everybody I faced. And it wasn't like, it wasn't like, Hey, this is a gold mine gem pickup. Go everybody grab him. It's just, it was that whoever my quarterback was that year. I don't remember. It might've been McNair. The fact is, is he was the only option to pick up that late in the season.
0: I'll say this about like, when you talk about like quitting fantasy football, I mean, I was never going to quit it, but I would say about a half a dozen years ago or so, the fact that getting involved with the high stakes yeah. and the more analytical fantasy football has become has totally driven me more into it. Okay. And made me more. I, I just, like I said, I you play whatever format you like, but I like the format of rewarding the regular season. And I love that three week playoff. I think that's it's just more fair. Okay, I get what you're saying. The head-to-head style, though, because
2: especially but in the home leagues and stuff. Yeah, because you want to beat you want to beat up on your buddies, especially in those games and stuff like that. I remember, I you know, I still playing formats like that. So my, my main league, my home league, I really don't like. It's 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 gotten so watered down to the point, and I've played in such more you know higher competitive leagues. But to this day, I still have not won that league. That is the <laughs> one nut that I can't crack right there. So, 844 I don't have my G-chat up in front of me, so if we got anybody on the line, just tell me in my ear. Steve in Massachusetts, what's good with you, my man? Steve is quiet. Steve has- Steve is- I want to give
0: Steve some love. St-
2: Steve is speechless for the first time ever. I know
0: Jake gave him a little shade yesterday. For some oh, time. sorry, guys. I want to give him some love.
2: What's good with you, Steve? What's going on? Matt Medica sins love your, your, lo- love your way. Oh, thanks, man. I, I sent it right back. Hey, hey. Good morning, guys. What's up with you, Steve? Uh, How can we and What's up? Oh, uh, I had a question. It was about Des Bryant. Is he going to have any fantasy value at all? Or does it depend on, like, where he signs? Because I'm just surprised that he hasn't gotten picked up at uh, at all by, by like any team. Last thing, I, well, the, the, like, the, Ravens was, the Ravens, the Ravens were still are still in on him. The last thing I heard was that he was waiting and holding out for the New York Giants to come and get him. Mm-hmm. But um, the New York, don't sound like the New York Giants want him. I think Des may be waiting for an injury. I like Des on the Indianapolis Colts. I like Des on the San Francisco Forty ers If the Jets had a mature, experienced quarterback, I'd have liked Des in that situation. What do you think, Jake, about Des? <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this, I, I, Sorry, I wasn't paying attention again. No, I'm just kidding this time. I <laughs> <laughs> Funny. That, that's Brian's going to be. It's this this opportunity of what it's going to be. Like you said, he needs an opportunity where he's the number two because he's going to be the number two. He's not a number one anymore. And that's the problem is maybe he still thinks he can be. Maybe that's what he's looking for. But to say that he wants to sign with the Giants, obviously he wouldn't be the number one there. I think that's more of what we heard from the get-go is he wants to play in that division to give it back to the Cowboys twice a year. I mean, honestly, where it really comes down down to I, I the longer this takes the more it increases my I would say not expectancy or the likelihood that he actually goes back to the Cowboys
2: I, uh, who was it this week it was Jalen Jalen Rod Smith Jalen Smith it was Jalen Smith tweeted this week that he had a dream that when training camp started that Des Bryant was in the Dallas Cowboy uniform, and Des Bryant actually liked the tweet. If I'm not mistaken, I'll I'll. Say I think the bridge is burned. To be honest with you,
0: I I think it was burned. But I'm going to kind of agree with Jake. The longer this plays out, if he's not going to go to like uh if an injury doesn't arise, I'll agree. Probably does end up back up in Dallas. Uh, I I think Indianapolis it would be the best fit fantasy wise. You want to see him there? He could you know possibly catch a lot of touchdowns with a healthy Andrew Luck. I'm shocked. That if Martavis Bryant's going to be out, uh, you, we just know that Gruden loves these old men. Yeah, at the wide receiver position.
1: So the problem is, it sounds like that might not happen now. That the
0: Martavis Bryant thing, like, thing yeah, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like oh, that's really? All of a sudden, yeah, they're saying that there's there's something that got messed up now with the with the whole test.
0: He got somebody else's uh, urine sample. <laughs> for him, it should that probably would uh, be a good thing.
1: No, well, I mean, honestly, think about it. What have we heard since that news broke that day? If this was an easy, you tested and whatever, with given his history, I yeah. think this would have been a done. This would have been a done deal by now. Well, this would be over. We know he's suspended it out for the year.
2: Right, right, quick, Mark. Uh, right, quick, Jake. Mark asks in the chat, Jake, do you give personal or one-on-one fantasy advice? Yes. If you get in touch with Jake, he will. Walk no, you personally <laughs> you through. You want to put his home number out there? Rohit Jacob walk you personally through please. your entire season for $500 a season.
1: Okay, yeah, there you go. There you go.
2: <laughs> Matter of fact, any one of us, if you want to give us $500, I will set your lineup, do your fab Run your team for the <laughs> I'm, whole I'm, season. I'm no, going to
1: charge 1000 <laughs> Matt wants 1000
2: That's the get money corner. What up, Jake?
1: It's, it's funny you say that because to Matt's point about playing in the high stakes, I used to help a guy every single year in his high stakes. And the one year he won, he wanted to send me a bottle, a $600 bottle of wine. He's yeah. like, I don't drink. So he sent me 300 bucks.
2: It's I see. That's not. I, why would I, he send you $600? Send me the, know, the 600 you damn you know, dollars. Just yeah. Just I don't want a $600. Like, I don't, like in his house I don't want a $600 bottle of Manischewitz. Yeah, send a, me the no, damn no, $600. <laughs> that just said is what I was thinking. six hundred dollar
0: bottle of Manischewitz. I would like to drink six hundred dollar bottle. Wine. Do we still have the Manischewitz down there? The Manischewitz might have survived unless Sussman took it. You know, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh,
2: who took the Manischewitz? I wouldn't. I would have cracked that Manischewitz open today. Uh, I, I got
0: one suspect on the mind.
2: So <laughs> 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 oh man. 844 We're talking about bad beats, good victories, whatever you want to talk about. I told y'all a couple years ago when I knocked down that dominating FFWC. That play, I, I was a, it was a Sunday. I I had um Willie Sneed was in my lineup, and I had um running back that I was filling in for Mark Ingram um when he went out for the Saints. Not Pierre Thomas. Whatever, whatever the case, who was it, Jake?
0: I said, what year?
2: Last year, not two years ago. Two years ago. Oh no, 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 no. no.
0: Oh, I know who you're Tim talking Hightower.
2: about. Tower, Tim Hightower threw that touchdown pass to Billy Sneed. Both those dudes on my team. I almost hit the roof. Fancy football friends, I'll be right back. Yeah, what you know about that. What you know about dad? What you know about that? You know See, I know all about that. 844 843 6879 Fantasy Football Friends, EFNTSY Radio. Uh, I gotta go pick my daughter up tomorrow. I gotta meet her mother in Philadelphia. We can do the halfway thing this way. I take the whole how trip was to that, myself. How long's that tri- Two hours, but you got that short traffic tomorrow. I'ma hop on the Amtrak. I gotta worry about the short traffic yeah. on the Amtrak. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? and come right back up, and then I'll spend the week with her. She'll be in here with us next week, so good times right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. I see some names rolling in. Thanks, Mike uh, Husky, for the Tim Hightower look. Hightower threw that touchdown pass to Willie Sneed, and I think in like a 20-minute span, and it was week 13, like all the bread was on the line, if you could hit the Dominator. So what ended up happening is Hightower to Sneed. That happened. Then like five minutes later, Jameson Crowder caught a touchdown pass uh in the back of the end zone for DC. And then and then like the, and then when the four, as soon as the four o'clock game started, Mike Evans caught two quick touchdown passes on uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman was like, yo, he was pushing, he was pushing, he was pushing. And Mike Evans was like, I'm just too big for you, son. And that was that was a great Sunday right there. So uh you got any stories, great Sundays, memorable plays, 844-843-6879. Uh Lance Davis says, you exec, you can drink beers on the Amtrak. I surely can. Yeah, but see, the beer's on the Amtrak is like seven
0: dollars. I would assume that. Yeah, true. seven dollars for for a beer. Is, is Look, ridiculous. but you gotta expect you're gonna get jacked up. You're in, you know, you have no other option. Exactly, if like- you have no other options. They're gonna spike the price. It's not like <laughs> I can leave off the Amtrak and go to the bodega and get the beer for two twenty five. Are
2: you allowed to bring a beer on with like a paper bag? No, 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 no. They, 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 well, you probably could. But if somebody saw you, I saw somebody on Long Island Railroad when I was going to the making. You can do that. You can do that on Long Island Railroad. I yeah, that can happen. Um, uh, looking through some of these uh, people talking about uh, some fantasy, some good stuff. Uh, somebody talked Somebody uh, wrote. My man uh, Lance wrote uh, Larry Davis and Priest Holmes. I mean, not Larry Davis. Larry <laughs> Davis is that dude from my Kirby. Bad, from Curb Your Larry
0: David. Yeah, Larry David.
2: <laughs> Larry Davis was the dude that took the cops on that chase years Larry ago. Larry
0: David would be oh, like okay. the king playing football.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Priest Holmes and Larry Johnson. I remember with Larry, that that season when Larry Johnson got hot at the end of that one season, he was – everybody that had Larry Johnson won the championship. It's kind of like Todd Gurley last year. And you're yeah. right. It was very similar to Todd <laughs> Gurley last year. I remember Sean Alexander, people that had him one year, no problem winning the chip. I remember those years specifically uh, when it came to those couple of players right there. So, speaking of um, – Running backs, which I wasn't going to talk about running backs. So speaking of wide receivers, not the best segue. um, Matt, your boy Sammy Walker, some news came out with him. Said he was moving them all over the place and stuff like that. That's one of the stories that's trending right now in fantasy football. Remember yesterday when Steve asked a very thoughtful question of somebody that we think could move up that's coming as a value right now? Do you think Semi Watkins can jump up, bump himself up from that six-round range to maybe that fourth-round range in the next six weeks?
0: Uh, I think without a doubt. I think once you, you know, once we get into preseason games, if we see him like moving all over the field and ma- the, the talent has never been in question. It's uh-huh. always been the health or getting him the ball and stuff. And as I said, I'll go back to last year. I was on him until he got traded to uh, the Rams, and he got to LA late. Number one, the offense was already established, and it wasn't. It wasn't the quarterback's strength. Mm. He was more, in my opinion, more of a decoy. He was used correctly in the red zone, though. Okay. That that he was. And they they say he's got, like, I saw a tweet today about off ball and how he's, like, just unguardable and stuff. And you've seen that. You throw him in a slant or something inside the 10, and he's pretty much going to catch a touchdown every time unless you hold him. Jake, you you
2: said you in on Watkins in the 6. If he jumps to 4, you're out. 7th. Seven. You said you in on seven. So yeah. if he jumps, if you see something in the preseason and he starts to jump, are you out?
1: Uh, dep- if he gets to the fifth, I'm probably out. There's just okay. too much risk there. Yeah, 6 I- I'll still probably go the sixth, depending on how the rest of my team is. And, you know, obviously everything looks fine. The biggest question, like I just talked about, you talked about the On Target podcast. I had Rich Rebar on. We were talking about the Chiefs today with this whole Watkins situation, which seems like we've been talking about for the last a week month. and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I said that on the podcast, Corey. It's like that news yesterday of them moving them all around the field. I was like, that, they said that. That was news breaking last week. Like, mm-hmm. why is it all of a sudden coming out as news? Used it's yesterday, slow, that's understand. why. Yes, yeah, but- exactly. But to the point, is what we said yesterday, what we said last week, and I'm going to continue to say is. Pat Mahomes could be great for this offense, but at the same time, he could also be great for Sammy Watkins and bad for Tyreek Hill. The fact is, Tyreek Hill didn't even get 20% of this share. Tyreek Hill had an outlier season of all wide receivers, like the history. Uh, Haribar gave out the stats this this morning on the show, if you want to go listen to that and find out what the exact stats were, but there was a stat that he gave out on the number of catches per the touchdowns, and all of his touchdowns coming from 20-plus yards out, all this other type of stuff, and it basically has never happened, and that's the fact here, is you have to say that even if Watkins is the third option and that he doesn't push Tyreek Hill aside and become the number one, let's just keep him as the third option. You have that added to the offense, which are going to be targets taken away. And Tyreek Hill still has to maintain that touchdown rate last year, which is absurd, honestly. So Hill, it's more about the fact that Hill could be a bust in that second, third round range than it is Watkins being a tremendous value. Although I still really like Watkins value right now.
0: All right. There you go. Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to be moving on up with Sammy. I'm, moving on up. I, I just, I, well, you, for, we knew that with But you. it's for all the reasons that I've stated in the past. Yeah. I've, I think he's one of the most talented players. It's just it hasn't worked out for him, like I said, due to health or where he's ended up. And to Jake's point about Terry Hill what, barely getting 20% of the, of the target share. Yeah, it's Sammy Watkins, it seems like they're going to get him the ball. And even if he gets 20% of it in, in the pass game, uh, Hunt's going to get his. Kelsey's going to get his. This is still a very good possibility of a nice share for Sammy Watkins. And I do think he'll become a red zone target as well with this team. All right, then you go right there. I want somebody to
2: love me. The way Matt Medika loves Sammy Watkins. That's the kind of love it,
0: I want. It, it, it's going to pay off one of these. Like <laughs> somebody, somebody put a tweet out the other day saying, Sammy Wa- people are finally starting to fade Sammy Watkins. Yeah. Which, you know, deservedly so after last year and he's on a new team. But they went out and gave him $48 million. It wasn't like they just signed him for a, a of year money. and stuff like that. And you're hearing what they're doing. You have a very good offensive coach. This isn't somebody made some foolish thing I about comparing Andy Reid to like uh, what's his name, Chip Kelly.
2: Yeah, which was just like no no no, 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 no. Andy Reid
0: is one of the premier offensive coaches in the league. Chip Kelly's at UCLA this year, right? Yep. See uh, I'm happy about that. I'm a UCLA fan. Yeah. he's perfect for the Pack. The Pac-12 is where where he should be. Yeah, well, they, they 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 gonna need in order to win the championship.
2: They gonna need to get. They gonna need for it go to go to eight playoff teams and try to get a couple wins for a Pac twelve, a Pac well, whatever you know, it is. You got to build it up a little. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, no, no, no there's It's still time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But just in the, in the grand scheme of things. Hey, Jake, did you how went back a couple years ago when it was time to draft Chris Johnson? Were you a CJ two K guy in his hey, or were you like I don't know? What do you mean? Like, because like, well. I remember when I remember about what CJ 2K, people were split on him because they were worried about the hamstring injuries that he uh, always had. Right, but I always him? was, yeah, I was always in on CJ 2K and his hey.
1: Yeah, I, I had a decent amount of shares. I wasn't one of like I had to get Chris Johnson, and it wasn't. I was definitely not staying away from him. I was taking him if he was there. I wasn't overdrafting him just to make sure I got him, but I wasn't avoiding him no that way. I was look. What what are you gonna say about him? I look at the two thousand yards. There's a reason he's got the CJ2K nickname. He fell off pretty damn quick. He did. I jumped off board pretty damn quick with him. Like, like get the hell out of there. But at the same time, no, I was I was with him in those best years. Absolutely. That
0: was probably one of my best fantasy trades I ever did. It was. It was my Cousin, yeah, I forget. I traded him somebody like uh, who was it? What's the guy from Bills Fred? Um, uh... Fred Taylor,
1: not Fred Taylor, no, Fred Taylor's Jacksonville. Oh, Fred Jackson, Fred Jackson. Fred I was gonna say
0: Fred Thompson. good call, like, that's not good call. Right. It's not right. Um, I, was, I traded Fred Jackson like somebody else for him that first
1: year, and it was such let weird. me tell you what I did. I traded Fred him Jackson is very underrated there in the top. No, he
0: was very underrated, but I mean, that year CJ had. That was one of the reasons I was like 11 and 10. I (laughs) traded
2: him before the season started the year he ran for 2,000 yards. I got him just before the season started. We wasn't in the same league, man. But I traded (laughs) CJ2K (laughs) before I I drafted him. Traded him straight up for Plexico Burris. I believe this year Plexico (laughs) Burris shot himself. (laughs) (laughs) The dude I traded him to... His running backs that year were Michael Turner and CJ 2K. And Michael, that's the year Michael Turner went crazy. Mm-hmm. Does Michael Turner oh, have a two thousand like yard touchdowns? season? No, that's the fourteen no. touchdown season. You're right, yeah. Jake. Yep. Yeah. Gave him the championship before the season even started. <laughs> before the season even started. I hey, just can't get out of my bad. way like, sometimes.
1: That one with David and Thomas in the year it was basically if you didn't have him, good luck trying to win that year.
2: Yeah, that's that's true too. LDT was was the man that created your yeah. third. I I actually
1: Actually, that was I, one of the last times I played in a points-only fantasy football league, mm-hmm. and the guy who had Ladanian thomason just ran away with it.
2: I hate that. I hate that. With one player what happened last year with Todd Gurley?
1: No, that that not like that Ladanian thomason year.
2: It was oh, it was it was it was it was that much of an impact.
1: Yeah, Ladainian was totally like two running backs put together.
2: Let me tell you something. The dudes that had Gurley last year, though, some of them cats was winning the championship game by 40,
0: 50 points. Yeah, like, yeah. there was no doubt. I mean, that, that's going to happen. In, in fantasy football, the way it's structured, you're going to have those. When, the, when these guys go just insanely crazy for a couple of games, there's nothing you can be able to do. Nothing you can
2: do about it. Andrew Luck is throwing the football. I'm so tired of hearing about Andrew Luck throwing the football. Though, I want to see Andrew Luck in the game, to be honest with you. Everybody know I love Andrew Luck. That's my that guy.
1: Was. I mean, we're going to have to wait till August for that.
2: Yeah, we got to wait until I mean, training camp. That's the
1: unfortunate yeah. thing. Like, and I, I, I don't get the hate of, oh, he's throwing a high school football. I, has anybody ever put a high school football next to a pro football? It's not that different.
0: Oh, there you go. It, it, listen, it's better than last year. But it, it, last year he wasn't throwing nothing. Isn't it good for now if you're doing, like, best balls and stuff? Because you can get him late, right? His price isn't running up the... I'm taking them in every best ball as a quarterback, So if you got, too. like, three or four quarterbacks on your team, depending upon the size of your, your best ball league then it's, it's, I, th- I think it's perfect for now. You're not putting up big money and all that kind of stuff. So, look. Take a <laughs> shot. Oh, I do want to say, the opening of the show, you did a great Mr. Rogers impression. I took my as jacket you, off. Was, <laughs> you, roll, I was thinking like, <laughs> Mr. Rogers, first of all, I think you're crazy with that thing when it's so hot. but
2: Well, yeah, but earlier today, when I came in, when I come in, it's, it's,
0: it's blowing stairs. on you.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like that. I, like, I don't want to have a um, head cold when I talk to my people. You know what I'm saying? Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine, telephone number. Um, it was something that something caught my eye right quick. Jake, were you ever a um? Hold on, I was about to ask you, Jake. It was something I saw that caught my eye, and I said, "Let me bring this up." Jake, you got your start kind of on message
1: boards, right? Oh, how I got my fantasy football start? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I that's exactly how I did it. was a, basically, back in the day when online was like forums. Mm-hmm. And it was a Giants forum because I'm a Giants fan, no question there. But like I said, I've been playing since the late 90s, and I started because you kind of develop online relationships, people start talking about fantasy stuff, and I just started giving information. And for a good season's worth, people are like, Why aren't you doing this as a like, why don't you write something? Why don't you give out invite Like whatever. So I started my own blog. All in sports at Blogspot. Everybody remembers Blogspot, and yeah. after a couple of years of writing, it might even still be up there. Uh, but after a couple of years of that, I just started sending it out to anybody and everybody who would look at it.
0: So all in, so all in sport. Do Do you think All in has some like past blogs like like Joy Reid esque? <laughs> you can go back and read Jake All work and be like, oh, Jake's against this,
1: huh? Jake don't <laughs> I'll, like Allin. I'm looking right now. If it's at, what the heck? It's still there? Oh, yeah, it's still there. It's still there. Oh, Jake, what's your last
2: post on it?
1: Last post was week 16 of 2010.
2: What was the headline?
1: Uh, Well, back then, I didn't actually give it headlines, but it was a Christmas theme. Okay. See, I used to do top pair, River Rat, the ones who would surprise everybody, gut shots, the ones that would let you down, and then the deal, the players I'm high on and low on. Like, basically... I started a couple of years before that and I used to do bigger intros too. I used to do like Matthew Barry before. I didn't even know who Matthew Barry was, but I was basically kind of doing his thing too. It was kind of like a little intro at the beginning, not to his length, but then guys I love and hate. I never called it love hate. I had these poker terms for it, but I was kind of like, people actually came after me after about two or three years of doing it. They're like, are you trying to be Matthew Barry? I, was like, I didn't even know who Matthew Barry yeah, was back in 2008.
0: <laughs> but uh, I, I think more importantly, uh, has Jake resolved his issue with Kia? I, I saw that online yesterday. And, yeah, what no, was that with that? I have Jake? not. Tell I me about that. But see, I find that I I got my mama Kia. I mean, yeah. I, I'm not paying for her payment. She's 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 in a good enough position no that she can pay for not it. Out the mama. I did work the deal with her, and you know, I haven't had any uh, problems. So I'm curious as a Kia owner in my family.
1: Customer service. No, it has it has not been resolved because everybody wants to throw their hands up in the air and say, "Oh well." Like that's, that's the response I'm getting from everybody. Basically the, the finance man short story version, finance manager told me something when I was signing the paperwork ended up not being true. He doesn't work there anymore. So the, the finance manager there doesn't want to take care of it. The district manager doesn't want to take care of it. The finance department at Kia we're not taking care of it. Customers, like everybody's just like, well, blaming somebody else and everybody's just throwing their hands up in the air. So no, I have not.
0: I think that's when you drive to the dealership and, uh, I ain't making any more payments. <laughs> you know, maybe that's what the case is. Do you guys think LeBron James really drive a Kia? I mean, he probably has a Kia. Yeah, he has. He probably one. gave him one, like just to say, yeah, you know, drive. Yeah, make sure somebody in your family's driving around in it. So do you, th- okay, so uh, first of all, does LeBron James drive
2: himself anywhere?
0: Probably not. Probably but uh, not. what I'm saying well, is he probably has one in his big parking lot just to say that, you know, they gave him it. He didn't go out and purchase it, they gave it to him. What do well, you think? I, we, like,
1: uh, the thing is, like I then I have the Nero. It's the hybrid. I wanted to get back into the SUV, but it's a hybrid, and so I don't pay, you know, only twenty miles per gallon. It yeah. actually gets like forty-seven. It's terrific. Look at Jake taking like care of the lot. environment. <laughs> yeah. I like it a lot. Their sports car is pretty cool. I I compare it, everybody's joking Kia. I compare it to when Hyundai first came out. Remember, Hyundai was the joke when it first came out. Just because it's less expensive than everything else doesn't mean it's a piece of crap.
0: Oh no, my mom's key is nice. I like driving it. I, yeah, I really, I recommend. I would recommend the key to people.
1: Who do I know that got a Kia? But LeBron James probably takes his to the grocery store. Like that's he's just doing. Do like, you think so he, he drives drive to the grocery
0: and, store? And maybe once in a while. I think he always wants to drive yeah. once in a while.
1: Yeah, he probably is a little bit, but it's he parks it when he's going places. He doesn't worry about it getting dinged up or somebody you know slamming a cart into it or something.
0: Yeah, he probably takes up like three spots. Like, yeah. those, like one of those obnoxious like, <laughs> parks with it. Like yeah, scratch it up. <laughs>
2: it'd <laughs> be cool you see LeBron James in the grocery store
0: And there's King James in the grocery store what would you do if you saw LeBron James in the
2: grocery I, I would be like yo can I take a selfie with you I would just walk over what,
0: what like if he said you know what man and you know come on
2: what if he I I, well, then, I mean I respect your privacy you know what I'm saying I'm not that guy I rolled up on people you see the Richard <laughs>
1: Jefferson post about yeah. him not being friends anymore I saw that that was a great post that, by that Richard Jefferson great.
2: yeah everybody keep asking Richard Jefferson where's LeBron James going to sign at where's LeBron James going to sign at
1: she pregnant? There's a lot of pregnant ladies hey, coming in here. you see Paul George is opting out, right?
0: I yeah. will never ask a girl if she's pregnant. No, you should probably I should. I made that mistake once. <laughs> oh, that's I'll a bad idea. I'll never do it
1: again. Let me tell you something. Like, there was a girl
0: I knew was definitely pregnant. Like She was a skinny little thing. And yeah. I still didn't say nothing. And she's like, oh, you didn't say nothing to me last time.
2: I remember after my sister had their first child, and she was getting her body back together and stuff like that. Like My sister runs marathons and stuff like that now, and probably because of this reason. When after she had her first child, maybe about a month or so later, her and my brother in law, they went out to a party. And the dude was like, Oh, okay, well, so when are you when are you do? And my sister was so distraught. Like my brother in law had to approach the dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's like, She was like, You better go say something to him. And he's like, well, what are you <laughs> <laughs> So he was over there, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting up there laughing, and he got his finger in the guy's face. <laughs> he probably was like, Please don't talk to my wife like that no more. I'm make, I'm making pretend like I'm saying something to you, but I'm really not. Fancy Football Frenzy, (laughs) 844 -844
1: Why pay high-rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half-the-rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field.
2: Football frenzy, FNTSY radio. You know, we work in uh, studio is inside Rock and Rollie's fifth floor, hey, of the uh, Renaissance Hotel in Midtown Manhattan. The, the, if you ever want to stay here, you come to New York. It's the Midtown Renaissance. Cost you about two two and two eighty five a night. Oh, I thought junk. you were going to
1: say two bags.
2: No, not two bags. <laughs> if, I, if that was the case, I would stay here every night. <laughs> I live here. That was the case. I can come.
0: <laughs> I can come. Um, I left my ski boots at home.
2: Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> yeah, no doubt because you know how they do in the snow. They got eight of us in a room. Uh, is is, Bo- is 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 Chrissy Bones downstairs? Ah, no, Chrissy Bones. All right, so um. What was I talking about? Oh, so I went out into the to get me a, a water a, a water and I heard some young ladies. I overheard some young ladies talking. And she was like, Well, I don't have nothing on me now, but I do have a yeast infection cream at home. I was like, Well, what did I just walk into? Ooh. This is wow. <laughs> ladies, please. <laughs> like, that's not outside talk, ladies. Lower your voice. Nobody don't want to hear that. This is people eating in this joint. <laughs> I, I see my, more. my <laughs> It's all of a sudden. It's a, it's a train of people going and throwing their food away, asking for a
1: refund. <laughs> Did thought, you ever see waiting with Ryan Reynolds? I never saw that joint. Oh, you should. Well, it's about working in a restaurant. I think I saw it. some
0: of that. Was that was, that's ago. a good
1: comedy. I,
2: I used to work at the. I, the closest I've been to restaurant work. I guess you would call this restaurant work. But like, I never like was like a waiter or a host or nothing like that. Which probably not, um, especially a hostess because I'm not a, a stis. So I used to work in the cafeteria at the Bronx Zoo. So basically the cafeteria, the zoo was like a, like a mess hall type. So it was just like people would just come up with a plate and then you say you want some of this and then you slap it down. Slap it down like a cafeteria. <laughs> it was like a legit cafeteria. Mm-hmm. We used to have a very popular one called Chicken in the Basket. We would call it chicken in a casket. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to do that. I used to work uh, behind the cafeteria joint, and then I used to work. Uh, and then I and then when like when the cafeteria slowed down, when the zoo was about to close, I would have to go out and bust tables. So You go out, you inside, you bust tables, and on the inside, then you go on the outside, the outside eating, and you bust tables. The thing about busting tables on the outside, people spill soda and stuff, and ice cream and stuff like that. So, a lot of bees. So, you're fighting off bees the whole time you're out there busting tables. But shout out to the Bronx Zoo. That's where I cut my teeth working at. Where was your first job, Matt? Well, before we get to Matt Medica's first job, we could talk to Bernie in Canada. He has a question. What's up, Bernie? It's Marty again, man. Oh, it's Marty <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> oh, what's what's up, up, Marty? Listen, we we gotta we gotta we gotta we gotta get this. Put put Marty back on hold, Chris. Let me know when you're ready because we got to be a tradition like none other when Marty calls the fantasy football frenzy. All right, so we're gonna re-rack this. We are gonna take it from the top. All right, let's go out to the phone lines and let's go to Marty in Canada. All right, what are we? Where are we at? Oh, Canada. We have to wait. Do we have old Canada ready? All right, here we go. As we welcome in Marty in Canada. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Sorry, Oh, something, something, Canada. Home and data plan oh canada we love when marty calls yay i Ma- <laughs> don't know any of the lyrics to
1: the
2: i don't know i don't know, know. It's, it's one of the best anthems oh <laughs> <It's, "O laughs> canada is a great national I love anthem it. i do love only it. second to my dearest yes. american national anthem somebody got some wine <laughs> glasses of wine what's, what's good with what you marty hey i saw that dm you sent me yesterday what's marty that is a go to that is a that you we me and Marty shared a, a go to website. <laughs> What's good with you Marty? Not much, fellas. What's up, Jake? What's up, Corey? What's up, Matt? What's going on? What's okay. good. I got uh
1: I, I got a keep uh a keeper question real quick. Matt, I already asked you about it before, but if you can chime in too. Uh ten team league and I got the keep three. Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara,
2: and CMC. Kareem Hunt, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin. Goodbye, McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. That was pretty simple.
1: Yep. As long as long as you start saying "camara," I know it's hard with the Canadian accent.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Lance Davis, not Bang Bros. Y'all crazy. <laughs>
0: Shout out to my man Nick in the chat. Well, too. I do want to say though, Marty's putting a couple of really nice teams together. Yeah, uh, I, I think saw I some you of them. He yeah. said she said you shot me the DM a couple days ago, and I, I was this the way you do it, especially if you start off like. Uh, Antonio Brown and Devontae Adams and then he finished off in like the eighth round with a Kyle Rudolph after getting a bunch of running backs. Marty, you still there?
2: I'm still here. How's everything going, Marty? <laughs> not bad. You stall him? <laughs> uh, Marty, I'm doing the best. It's, it, Marty, Marty is June. <laughs> it's June. They it ain't not even in training camp yet, Marty. You feel what I'm saying? I'm trying to make it. Called you out on I know, what you say, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You say send keeper questions, right? You say no, no, you no. Say keeper questions. No, so you I just did. thought I'd throw it out there. I love it that you did that, Marty. I wish everybody would call with keep a keeper question. That'd make it a little bit easier, but, you know, we we doing what we do, though. But I guarantee you, after next week, after the Fourth of July, you probably won't even be able to get in because people when people come back from Fourth of July break, they normally turn their sights to fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Like the month of July, like is like the all yeah. the Major League Baseball All Star Game. Y'all don't get into the ESPYS, but I love award shows, so I get into the ESPYS. Um, and then yeah, after well,
1: that, I'm sorry. Oh, y'all like Canadians.
2: No, no, y'all y'all like you, Jake and Matt don't like award shows. <laughs> I don't. I, I might, used to like the Golden Globes. But even <laughs> back Marty, my man, have a happy holiday we we'll to holler at you. All right, son? All right, guys. Take care, Marty. <laughs> if you got to keep a question like Marty you want to give me a hand, <laughs> 844-843-6879 is the telephone number to do that right there. Is there anybody? Let's talk about some players that we have not talked about um, so far this fantasy.
1: You know hey, what? Uh, Go ahead. James Jake. Winston just released a statement on his three-game suspension. Okay, we can read that. So that'll kill two minutes. What we got? you have it up, Jake? You want to read it? Yeah, I would not have to read the whole thing. He just, you know, he goes first and foremost. I want to say sorry to the Uber driver for put the position I put you in. It's uncharacteristic of me, and I genuinely apologize. And then it goes through whole thing about it, he holds himself to a he's going he needs to hold himself to a higher standard, and he understands in the NFL's decision, and I understand the process. So it sounds like he's accepting the three games and just going to move on with it. He should still appeal.
0: I think that's the best thing. He can. look, he needs a little PR boost here. I think you know. Asking for contrition and just yeah. taking the, I, I agree for the team. I guess you have to do it, but I, I think you know. Look, I want to have crab legs with him. I'm going to be honest. No, I, I would like to. But, too.
1: Well, what, what no, here's the thing: anyways? if you go down the Ezekiel Elliott path, I mean, honestly, it's like, do you want? I, I know Corey. Look, just understand what I'm saying is this is not a Cowboys. They just I understand. Do you want? Do you want more things potentially coming up? Like not that I'm saying he's guilty of anything, but like with the Ezekiel Elliott thing, like he pulled the girl's shirt up. Like he shouldn't be doing that, but. On its own, it probably wouldn't have been a big deal. You know, what if Winston, you know, did something? He's, there's a picture of him with a girl somewhere, like you know, grabbing her boob. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like yeah. it's just, you know, like just to Matt's point. Good PR, accept it, move on. It might get dra- dragged out, and then what? He only gets two games, and he, or maybe they stick him with the three, and then it's the middle of the season. Just kind of like say it, move on, put it behind you. Say you're looking to be better, and that's basically what he's doing.
0: I mean, he's the face of a franchise from number one overall pick. You know, you gotta. Yeah, do, you, you do better. You, you got to do better. You just got to do better. You got to take it on yourself to be the leader. Be the leader of the community this year. Do whatever you got to do, and all that kind of good stuff. I had a homegirl, a very good friend of mine that knows James Winston like
2: personally, and she James Winston's a wild dude. <laughs> you know, James Winston. Oh look, nice I'm, kid, I'm, good guy at his heart, but he just I got don't, some things that he I, just I out say, there.
0: I don't know the kind of person. Hopefully, I wouldn't be, but I don't. I don't know what kind of person I'd be if I was, like, 18 years old. Yeah. Everybody loved me, and I was the star athlete. Yeah, no doubt. Everybody's yesing me to death. You know, it's, it, it, I'm not trying to validate anything. No, of course not, yet. yeah. I'm not.
2: But, Jameis, yeah. he got that baby on the way now. Jameis, it's time to start growing up. Like Matt said, like Jay said, you are the face of a franchise. Can't do that, son. 844 Let's holler at the homie Sean in Georgia. Sean, what up? What's going on, fellas? Ain't nothing much. What part of Georgia you in, Sean? I stay in Savannah, Georgia. Nice. Savannah's a lovely city. I have not been I do want to go there. Yeah. Go ahead and ask your question. But yeah, um, I'm in a ten team uh standard league and um I was doing some mock drafts already know my uh draft pick. I'm picking at ten, so I have ten and eleven. And um I was seeing that I was getting I was able to get uh Saquon Barkley and um Odell Beckham. Now would you pick both of those? With those being on the same team, or would you yeah. diversify and go maybe, a, uh, maybe a Saquon and Julio? Sean, it's a team that scored ten points a, a team that averaged thirteen points a game last year. Now I understand it's a new regime, a new scheme on offense with Sherman coming in there. Not to mention the fact you add Barkley to the mix. I would definitely take Barkley, especially if he's sitting there at ten. But just because you mocking that now, if Barkley, if Barkley pop off two or three big runs in preseason, start doing some more mocks, Jack, because he's not going to be there at ten.
1: He's not going to be there at ten anyway. Now. So, no, no. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but even so, to, to the first part of the, the question though, Corey, like just in case you, he's drafting with people in his regular league that do let him slide. I'm not if if Saquon Barkley, and Odell Beckham are on the turn at 10-11, eleven. I'm taking them because here's the question: if you could have Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown, you would do it. Are you going to say no? You're right. And I'm not saying Barkley's Bell, and I'm not saying Odell. Be- well, Odo Beckham but could be on the same. Pittsburgh game. They they game averaged 20 like
2: 27 rest. points a game. And the Giants averaged 13.
1: Again, but that's who they have at wide receiver last year. Their number one wide receiver was Evan Ingram. I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. I'm not saying the Giants are going to bounce back and Eli Manning is going to throw for 4,500 yards and 30 touchdowns like those two seasons he did a couple of years ago, but there's the potential for it. And Odell Beckham, even in the down years for Eli Manning, he's Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham's not the question. It's Saquon Barkley. But if everybody's going to treat Saquon Barkley like they are as a top five or six running back. Then just because the Giants offense was miserable last year doesn't mean that they can't be great in fantasy. All
2: right, before we get to Matt Madique and get his thoughts on that, everybody, YouTube, Goon Squad, holler at us. We come back here tomorrow and do it on Friday. And we will be with you next week every day except fourth of July. Or we'll be back tomorrow. What's good, Matt? Matt uh ten team standard, Barkley and Odell a start.
0: Yeah, I think you I think you gotta go with the two best players here. Uh it's just the points. Like if you like Jake said, if you had Bell, and uh, Brown. Mm. You're not going to take those two if, if that ever was the, if, the if it doesn't work, well, it's I, because Eli Manning had well, a horrific well, see, year. Yeah, the other thing is Eli's got to just be, like, competent. He's got such a good offense around him. I mean, you got Shepard. You got Ingram. I mean, it's not just Odell and uh, Barkley. The offensive line is somewhat improved. It's actually – got really good pieces here. So, and I, that division – I don't see, like, dominant defenses in there. Dallas Cowboys are going to have a
2: dominant defense this year, man. I'm telling you. I'm, okay. I'm, if Sean I, Lee—
0: I thought maybe in the
2: secondary he was improving at the end of the year. The secondary has improved. The key to it is Sean Lee. Jaylen, a healthy season of Jalen Smith who's starting to fly all over the place right now. You bring Demarcus Lawrence back. You get Randy Gregory rocking and rolling. I'm telling you, what is the, this is the problem with the Cowboys? Now that the defense is starting to come up, the offense is going to start <laughs> to go down. Wonderful. Jerry, please, Jerry, please just get it together for one year. I don't have to hear about this
0: anymore.
2: i Dick, you got any plans for the 4th of July?
0: Uh, right now, I don't, but this weekend could totally totally turn on a dime after today. I have some things in the works. <laughs> All right, well, that's what's up.
2: Oh, look at this report right here. Before rejoining Eagles, Foles had offers from the Tampa Bay
0: Buccaneers. Interesting. was a smart. If I were the Bucks, I would have inquired. But the three games or to replace Jameis? Well, just to he made a statement about something like where he's going to root for Carson Wentz, yeah, or something like that, which I, I think is nice to say and all that. But look, he did prove himself. He got a Super Bowl ring, so I mean, he was he was the guy. He had one of the greatest playoff games. But I think he still want to be the man, right? Okay, so he says he says both offers
2: made it clear. That they wanted me there to help improve the backup situation and mentor a young quarterback. In Philly, I'd be behind Carson Wentz. In Tampa, I'd be backing up Jameis Winston. All right, so he wasn't coming in to take nobody gig. So he told so the Tampa probably knew Jameis was gonna have this thing coming, and they probably would try to get Foles in there. Because Tampa got to figure something out
0: this but year. I, I I'm just saying, career-wise, it'd be better to go to Tampa because say Jameis has the three games. He's got an opportunity. Where if even if they want to go back to Jameis and Jameis doesn't play well and he played well. Or Jameis get in trouble again. You no, know, Jameis get in trouble again. So, I mean, yep. you got like three different choices to work there. Jake, what do you think? Who's, uh, if, who has a better chance of
2: still having their job when this football season ends? Jason Garrett or Dirk Cutter?
1: Mm, Cutter. More Mike- he got built it. He's got built-in excuses, so that—that's the only reason I give it to him. The only reason, because okay. I mean, he can come and say, you know, what if they start zero three, then no Winston, and then they had the one week, and then the bye, and oh, we never got on track, and you know, this—I mean, there's built-in excuses with him. The problem with Jason Garrett is the fact that they've not only been touching the playoffs, they haven't been winning the playoffs, and he's had arguably some of the best talent between Tony Romo before him and then now Ezekiel Elliott and Des Bryant, and they've really not done anything with it.
0: I think both will probably be gone at the end of the year. Oh, I, th-
2: I agree you think with Jake. Garrett had, needs to make
0: the playoffs. I think so, without doubt. Does he I, need to I, win a playoff game too? Possibly. I mean, at, at what point? You know, at some point they're going to say, you know, it's just time for a new voice. But with the Bucks, I agree with Jake. He does have built-in excuses, but the Bucs got to drastically improve this team. And If you look at that division, it's usually like a team in last becomes a first place team. Yeah. So there's going to be expectations.
2: Who is this hot on a young hot college coach now? Is Lincoln Riley? Is that his name? Lincoln Riley is a is a name, but is he about for what for the NFL? I hope I'm not saying the wrong name and sound something stupid. Yeah, Lincoln Riley, the coach about the coach from um the coach at Oklahoma. He is the hot name in the college coaching circles now that people think is going to jump to the NFL and be like I, a. I would- like a, le- not legendary, but like a new innovative mind.
0: I got to get blown away. If I could be at a big-time college school and be the king of that,
1: like, town and whatever, Do- it would take a lot of money
0: Do-do-do-do-do. for me. Well,
2: especially because
1: playing in that conference, I mean, you don't have to worry about defense. You just put up 40 points a game.
2: Yeah, that's true, too. In the NFL, you can't do it like that because the, the dudes that play defense in the NFL, those are dudes that play defense in the SEC, what? not the dudes that play
0: defense in your conference. What was the story when Steve Spurrier got hired by Washington? The old ball and, coach? And, and he told uh, Marvin Lewis, okay, you guys go practice over there. going <laughs> <We'll> practice. <laughs> what was it, the, the run and shoot? <laughs> it was more like the passing punt or the three and out.
2: Horrible. Steve Spurrier was a horrible NFL coach. They we practice together. He didn't know, son. <laughs> Uh, Jake, what do you, you think about Lake and Raleigh, Jake? You heard about this, dude? No, I don't
1: know who you're talking about. It's the same thing. What I, I, I was tongue-in-cheek, but, again, I am hesitant from anything coming from the Big 12. I mean, honestly, look at the quarterbacks. I mean, look at the, how many times do we have success. It's very rare. I and mean, It's more about the wide receivers and often – or sometimes running backs from there. The offenses are just overblown. All
2: right, well, we do it again tomorrow. We come back, give you a final program before the weekend. Fancy football frenzy. The rock stars that are the best friends forever come up next. Do-do-do. Do-do-do-do.